The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. It's coming up uh, 13 to 6. A big uh, story will be this week whether this fella plays for the Demons in that cutthroat semi-final on Friday. We're talking about Christian Petrarca. Here he is on Channel 7. But I don't think there's any concern. i got full faith and trust in the doctors. Laura, our doc's awesome, and Jacob and um, the physio. So I think it'll be fine. I'll be sitting in, the, in, my, in my pool at home for the last six hours. So um, oh, just get it moving, just recovery, um, ice baths and um, some spin bike stuff. Mm. So sounds, like, sounds like he's going to play. Um, and, and there's got to be some risk. They'll, they'll talk it very positively. Uh, he's just indicated there. He's got full faith in the doctors. I mean, they're going to say he can play. I mean, he's cl- clearly brave. It's a bit like uh, Nathan Fife mm. in, uh, in his last final, wasn't it? In 2015, he had that fracture in his leg. Uh, the longer the game went, the more obvious Fife was injured and, he ha- and had a break in his leg. You'd have to suspect that P- Petrarca can't be at his best if he's got a crack in his, in his leg, plus the calf. It's the calf... Uh, cork that will probably cause, you know, possibly even more uh, concern than than the than the uh, the fracture. One thing that that so, so it's quite con- contrasting there. Melbourne have got to worry with Petrarca, such an important player, Peter. But Brisbane get back Cameron Rayner and uh, and and Noah Answorth off suspension. Mm. Now, they're, they're both pretty important tough nuts to the extent where Jared Lyons, who I'd be keen to play, he's it's no like guarantee. A, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you, would so you bring back Tom McDonald? He didn't play VFL last week. Well, is, I, he, is he an Nathan, option? I reckon Ben Brown's just a bit of a liability. Why not? Mm, mm. Ben Brown was poor, I thought, um, and he's offering not much. Uh, I, it's probably too big a risk. Uh, Tom Tom McDonald's just been out for, for you know, nearly four months, Peter, so too big a risk. One one thing that Melbourne do have their way is the Brisbane MCG who do. just it's just it's just going to loom so large. I mean, Brisbane have lost their last 11 at the MCG. They've lost 19 of their last 21 at the MCG. And Melbourne uh, have won eight of the last 10 over Brisbane. They've won the last four over Brisbane. That's a hoodoo that might, uh, might haunt Brisbane. However, we've seen this year and certainly in this final so far that uh, some of those sort of statistics can just be blown out of the water. Hi, Peter and Hags. Eagles, uh, can they get maybe someone like Carl Amon trade value from Hawthorne? Because he's saying he wants out of Port yeah, Adelaide to yeah. go to Hawthorne. Yep. Should maybe someone like the Eagles make a play? Or do you think he's just resigned to the fact that he wants to go back home? I think he wants to go to the money. Yeah. Will go to the money. <laughs> for, for $2 million over four years as opposed to the two-year deal at West Coast. That, that, that's the number one reason he's moving. But we just heard him say there, in a moving, toe-stopped interview with Channel 9 in Adelaide, as he came away from uh, facilities where he's clearly met with, with Port Adelaide people, as, uh, as Junior Rioli, they, he has indicated there, this has been in the pipeline for some time because he wants to play where he's going to enjoy his footy. He's going to feel more comfortable playing. Well, why can't that? be created at West Coast. Mm. If he's going to go, go for Georgiades. Amon, of course. But West Coast have got a few of them. Yeah. Okay. Here's a little grab of Justin Longmuir because we're going to finish up on the Fremantle Footy Club. But this is what he said. It's already there because you don't come back from 41 points down, I think it was, without belief already there. So um, they've got a lot of belief in our footy. Uh, Clearly, we need to start better, but um, the belief's there. How much does that carry you? The belief. Well I, well, I think it's got to where it is. Yeah. And and certainly from, uh, you know, like 10, 12, 15 minutes into the second quarter on Saturday evening after Dunkley kicked his goal, a field goal, crumbing it, 41 points up are the Bulldogs. 
it was under the nine-minute mark of the second quarter. So there's plenty of time left for the likes of Caleb Sarong and Andrew Brayshaw to do what they do, and that's to rally these guys. Da- Sean Darcy was better the longer the game went. I thought early, the first quarter, that uh, Tim English was pretty mobile, mm. as we discussed last Thursday. They're going to have to re- respond and try to curb Tim English's athleticism around the ground. He's another midfielder. He wasn't after about 10 to 15 minutes into the second quarter. Darcy lifted. And then I just think also there was a, a couple of a, a shocking turnover uh, from the Bulldogs out on the wing that raced forward for the likes of Walters to get his free, and then they kicked three more before half time. Four time on goals. That a lot was about belief that they their game, their preferred game, it's that get it, get it outside to the runners and run it quickly and have our tight defence ready to stop anyone coming back at them. Their their, their main four defenders, Fremantle, on Saturday night finished up with a, about a hundred, nearly hundred and twenty possessions between them. That's amazing. And thirty odd marks between them. Ryan Pierce only had six possessions because he was locked in on Norton, who was really poor, really poor. However, the delivery towards Norton and any marking potential, young Darcy, who had an okay first quarter. The Bulldogs' delivery was horrendous because of the pressure around the midfield, and that comes from Sarong and Brayshaw and Aish and Akers just playing the way they played all season. No, it was it, – they that can take them because it is belief, Peter. Okay, just before we go for tyre power, buy a three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres at tyre power. I tell you who's got belief, it's in a different sport, is this bloke. Amazing. I'm just, glad I'm just glad I'm finally able to show New York, you know, my talent. Um, honestly, I haven't had many good trips here, to be honest. I've, I haven't played great tennis, so I'm really glad that I'm able to show you guys the work and the, the dedication, finally. It took me 27 years. Well, he is 27 years old. Uh, he didn't start playing tennis when he was one. But anyway, that Nick Kyrgios is through to the quarterfinals at the US Open. Isla Tomlanovic as well on the women's draw. The Aussie through to the quarterfinals. Uh, a fantastic achievement. Just before we go, Hags, Neville Valbany's got back. He's got the stats book out. He says, since 1989, no team has won a flag with a percentage below 115%. Collingwood this year is on 104. It says it's almost impossible. It indicates pies were... But lucky, and now that luck is running out. Oh, I think we saw that on Saturday, you know, and I, I think we've sort of said it over the you know last you know month or so of the season. Even I, I was staggered. I mean, they finished up winning what was it, eleven games, were by eleven points or less. I mean, that's the those sorts of wins were probably not going to continue. When you also consider that they finished seventeenth last year, how? How much does statistics show that a team finishes 17th one year, wins the premiership the next year? One thing I do say, though, even with the weekend, of the four games at the weekend, you know, two games were won with teams winning the contested possession numbers. Two games were won by teams that didn't win the contested possession numbers. I could keep going through statistics. One thing, is it Neville, you said? from uh, Nev, yeah. Nev. One thing, Nev, a statistic like no team wins it from 115% or less. One thing that is really certain about this season is that statistics aren't necessarily going to help you win a game against the Geelong or Sydney. You're going to have to just have a hell of a lot of spirit and toughness and grit because this is a heck of a lot more than just statistics, this final series, because it's so open. Anyone can win it. Just repeating the breaking news earlier, Kim Hagdon releasing that Channel 7, the 7 Network, and Fox have... uh, Basically, been uh, have agreed to the deal with the AFL. Gillian McLaughlin met with Kerry Stokes and also Richard Goiter after the game uh, to finalise a deal after the match on Saturday night here at Optus Stadium. Hence why McLaughlin was over here. Haggers, just before you go, quickly, do you expect many changes for the Fremantle Dockers? No, none. Keep I, it I, as it is. Don't pick Tabernet. Fife, will, will, it'll be talked about, won't play. 
Probably the same. I reckon O'Driscoll's got a bit of a hammy, though. Yeah. We keep an eye on him. He finished the game with his thigh heavily strapped. Good on you, Lee. Good on you, Jimmy. Thanks for joining us. I'll be back again tomorrow from 5 here on SENWA.